0: Uh, welcome to the impromptu NCAA alternate universe selection show. I am Tristan Jung, and I'm joined by Garrett Lash. Uh, we are broadcasting from different parts of the country, but you know that's in the spirit of this this uh, <laughs> bracket that we've got here this completely and utterly real bracket that we've determined of so real. 68 sure. mid major teams.
1: Garrett, how are you doing? How excited are you for this very real thing? Oh, my gosh. this my entire, exi- my entire existence has been building up to this, and I feel like it's culminating in this very, as you said, very realistic, um, seated quite honestly in terms of geography and conference-wise, um, using the metrics as best we could, uh, and we put together a real bracket that could, produce some intriguing matchups and seeds for all of our fun loving fans out there so we're excited yeah i mean i guess just to
0: lead off obviously given what's going on it's it's very depressing to have to do this but you know (laughs) we got to make do we got to try to figure out some things to like keep us entertained right and i mean this is the golden age of simulated brackets you know what's your take on like, do you enjoy like looking at these video game simulations? I kind of like, don't super enjoy like, Oh, this is what would have happened if BYU played Vermont uh, or um, Kansas played UNC in this game, you know, I'm not sure yeah. about it.
1: I don't know. I'm still kind of, I mean, obviously this is, uh, this is new to, to all of us. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm, In the absence of sports, I find it a little bit entertaining. Like, um, I kind of like Joe Lunardi's simulations, although they're a little bit cheesy. Like, yesterday, he, in the um, Sweet 16 matchup, the fake Sweet 16 matchup between Kentucky and Duke, he had a reverse Laettner for Kentucky. So, like, obviously quite, uh, quite scripted and, you know. But that being said, I don't know if I like the video game simulations as much as um, these, you know, very metrics-driven simulations. I almost feel like it—it it seems a little bit more real. I—I I, I don't know. I mean, nothing will replace a tournament, and uh, that's true. So it's all just for entertainment. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want entertainment
0: for a mid-major basketball fan, you can't go much better than this bracket that we've got here. We've got all the teams all 68 teams 68 mid-major teams um stretching from all i what is it i don't know how many i think it's i think it's 26 conferences 25 25, yeah 25 conferences minus Um, the
1: power five the american and the big east that's my what i've I've come to understand is the definition of a mid-major
0: yeah, so for the uninitiated, there's an article online um, describing this project. Basically, we kicked out, or <clears throat> sorry, the blog daddy himself kicked out all, <laughs> all sixty, all all of the useless power five, uh, power conference teams that nobody cares about anyway. So Duke right. and Kansas, and um, we've replaced them with teams that people really do care about, like Valpo, which, and um, and New Mexico, and and these uh, mid major teams that. Would obviously draw as many fans if we played in the tournament, and honestly, it would be more fun
1: for readers of this website. So, would be yep. Um, okay, sorry, I stepped on you there, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. You're getting used to this whole podcast thing. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what I was gonna say. You want to re kick us off? <laughs> uh, yeah, so
0: we're, we're we have all the we are, we've gotten rid of all of the, pa- of the major conference teams. And now we're rolling with something that mid-major fans can, you know, really get behind because we're, t- it's uh the season's not going to happen. We're tired of having all these. Uh, we're t- I mean, if you're going to do a bracket simulation, uh, a fake bracket simulation, you might as well do one that has the most ridiculous teams and, and best teams that you want to see. So that's what we're doing and obviously no one wants to see duke win your sim bracket for the 50th time or whatever so garbage i feel like this is a yeah it's garbage nobody cares about that um why why do we need to give coach k a simulated victory when he already has yeah yeah it's ridiculous so we have teams that you know you don't get to see often on the stage like uh like bowling green hasn't made it although i guess they could have made it this year but they haven't made it in like 40 years, I don't know the last. When was the last time Ball State made the tournament? I I can't. I know BU, <laughs> Georgia Southern, so and we're letting in all the teams that that missed out on their conference tournaments and and would have wouldn't have made it anyway. So now everyone
1: gets a chance. It's very democratic. Um okay, should we uh should we ha- should we start off with the um number 1 overall seed uh and and reveal their region?
0: introducing the number one seed
1: garrett no surprise here or maybe a little bit of surprise i don't know but gonzaga is the number one overall seed um real quick uh how we did this was me and tristan essentially used the metrics to the best of our ability we came up with our own seeds and then had a little bit of discussion and uh just kind of com- kind of meshed our two seed lines together to create this bracket which um to be honest, wouldn't surprise me if that's all the NCAA selection committee does anyway. But, um, yeah, so Gonzaga, the number one overall seed. Actually, I think I'm going to go through the top four uh, overall seeds. Uh, so the Zags, number two um, in the Midwest region. Dayton, of course, with Obi Toppin, who somehow still has eligibility despite declaring for the NBA draft. Um in the south region oh yeah gonzaga is in the west region by the way so forgot to mention that gonzaga dayton south region sdsu uh had an amazing season only two losses um all year uh and in the east region uh also from the west coast conference the byu cougars who um were a trendy pick uh, to go far in the real tournament uh, from what I've been reading from the experts using the metrics. They shoot the three ball really well, blah, blah, blah. So they earned the number one seed in the East. Uh, so yeah, there, there, there's your number one seeds. Uh, Tristan, how do you, this was a pretty unanimous uh, choice by us.
0: Yeah. I don't think you could have gone any other way yeah. with uh, Gonzaga 31 and two. Um pretty unassailable there. Dayton, I think you could have made a case that could have been number one overall as well, but you know, I mean, it's, it's between the two of them. I think Gonzaga would probably be a slight favorite. So I think that Gonzaga wins out and then San Diego state, of course, just steamrolling through the mountain West, except for that last game. And then BYU, um, spend most of the year ranked and they're really good. So it's hard to argue that those weren't the four best mid-major teams.
1: Um, in some order, for sure. Um, yeah. All right. Um, let's, uh, yeah, I mean, this, I think, is pretty straightforward. And so I guess we'll, I'll just start with the West region. Um, the, uh, no, so the number two seed in this bracket will be Utah State. Seeded them there primarily because I think it was kind of close between St. Mary's and Utah State as that next, um that like fifth overall and uh I I think I didn't want to put St. Mary's and Gonzaga in the same region um so that's primarily why Utah State got placed in the west um Gonzaga's first round matchup will be against the winner of the play-in game between North Carolina Central and Robert Morris out of the Miak, I think, and the, uh, the Northeast conference, um, both had pretty good seasons North Carolina States on a little bit of a run right now. Uh, Utah state, uh, or yeah. So they'll, uh, sorry, I'm doing this at all out of order, but going to the eight, nine matchup, they'll face the winner of Bradley and Eastern Washington. These games would be played in Spokane. So, um, if uh Eastern Washington were able to pull off that m- tiny teeny upset, they would have Eastern Washington versus Gonzaga in Spokane, which I think would be amazing. yeah, battle um, for the state. Let's, you know I'm not I, I know Eastern Washingtons I don't think they're right in Spokane, but I mean they're close enough, so that'd be uh, I think that'd be pretty impressive if they could pull off that that kind of upset um, down to the 4 thirteen matchup. Uh, VCU uh, is the four seed. Um, They'll be playing their games in St. Louis against Pepperdine, who, um, you know, VCU had a slightly disappointing season. I think a lot of people thought that they would be an at-large or they were competing to be an at-large for sure. And definitely the favorite in the Atlantic 10 um, coming into the season. And Pepperdine, of course, I, to be frank, didn't watch a whole lot of them the season during the season but they had an amazing uh game against uh saint mary's in the west coast conference the other the other night not that long ago
0: yeah i like some of the matchups and i like new mexico state versus Wright state that's a good west area matchup um and then that's the 512 yeah the 512 and then uh we also have north texas versus texas state in the 611 in Omaha. funny that that game is not in texas itself but that that's a good right a good one um i think we'll just go through this whole this whole side um let's do it uh then we got st louis uh, and new mexico as the st louis is the three seed so i i guess i'll just go through the order so utah state (laughs) two st louis three vcu four new mexico state five north texas six san francisco seven and then um, a bunch of teams that, you know, uh and then teams we filled in at the end, um, that we can <laughs> go through intermittently. Yeah, you got UC Irvine in here, of course. They had a great year in the Big West.
1: And um yeah. They're the yeah, they're the ten C. They're playing San Francisco out in Spokane as well. The winner playing the winner of Utah State, Indiana State. Yeah, UC Irvine uh has been the class of the West Coast or uh, the Big West for some time. Uh, San Francisco had a good year as well. They have my favorite name in sports, Jimbo Lull. Like, that's, that, I, that's that's a pretty cool name, in my opinion. Yeah, I think a team that maybe had a disappointing season, uh, New Mexico. They find their way into this side of the bracket. They are the 14 seed uh, against St. Louis. Um, and they, you know, coming out of the Mountain West, they've had some pretty good teams in the past. they just barely snuck into the field and then Indiana state 15. I think that's all the teams.
0: Yeah. So um I I w- would pick. So let's if you want to pick a pick a I guess we can pick each we can go sweet 16, right? That uh, that's is that too much? No, yeah.
1: I you know, I uh, I I've been kind of down on VCU. I like New Mexico state to advance um I like Gonzaga and Utah State. If I had to pick like a dark horse, uh I would pick like North Texas or something like that or um Pepperdine seems to be pretty hot. Uh right, yeah. I think North Texas over SLU
0: isn't isn't the worst upset uh pick. Uh yeah. yeah. All right. So, moving on to the Midwestern bracket, we've got Dayton as the one seed, um, they don't get to host their game. It's actually in Cleveland, so um, rip to the Dayton uh, first four, <laughs> uh, and I think they were. I don't think they were set to host, but they they would have had something <laughs> going on there. So, right in the great city of Cleveland, Ohio, um, known for having a it, the river set fire in the middle of town. Um, so we got fantastic. We have Dayton versus. Uh, we have. The one seed Dayton, uh, two, uh, and then we've got, uh, the four seed Vermont UNC Greensboro as well. Um, you can also look at, we're going to post this, uh, this bracket up, um, right with the episode. So feel free to follow along. Um, and yeah, yeah. So we got Dayton against, uh, Dayton, Vermont, UNC Greensboro, um, I think Loyola and
1: Colorado State are in this too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got uh, a potential, yeah, Dayton, Vermont. Dayton's one, Vermont four, UNC Greensboro five, and then uh, Loyola Chicago at eight. So um, if Dayton gets past their first round matchup of Siena and Prairie View, which is two other automatic qualifiers, they I think it would be really interesting to see them. They'd have to... You know, they were kind of like a Cinderella. Maybe not a Cinderella, but they kind of had a season out of nowhere. And I think it'd be cool if they had a 1-8 matchup against another team that recently had a season out of nowhere, which is Lowe's Chicago. Um, they'd be playing – and Lowe's Chicago's playing Colorado State in their opening game. So th- I, th- I kind of had that in mind there. Uh, a team that you and I disagreed upon, um, we had a couple of uh, – a handful of teams that we were several seed lines off and that was Davidson. Um, You know, I just thought they kind of really struggled this year. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I mean, they, they
0: had a decent run, I think in the middle of the season, but then just like really didn't live up to their expectation. I think they were, I don't know if they were ranked, but they were like one of our mid-major darlings. I think, all the like Ken Palm really still likes them for some reason, even though they went 16 and 14 and yeah, who knows what would have happened in the A 10 tournament had it happened. So I guess that's right. where my reasoning was.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So Davidson, uh, as the sixth seed, they, I, I had them a much lower. You had them a little higher. Um, they will be facing probably a pretty under Nevada team at 11. Right. Um, it just that would just seem to be the most logical place to fit them. Um, once I was getting down to that seating and stuff, I, I think we talked about that one as well. But yeah, if they could get past uh Nevada, they'd be playing University of Northern Iowa and St. Louis, so that'd be pretty interesting. Um, Northern Iowa, of course, had amazing season. AJ Green, the fantastic Bengals receiver somehow gained some more eligibility and became a mid-major college basketball player. So hats off to the hats off to him. Uh, They get Santa Clara in the first round who had a They had a hot start to the season Um, undefeated start to the season, right? They did. They did, I believe. And uh, there was, I was reading some stuff that they might get a sneak and, you know, be the fourth best team in the um, West coast conference, which to be honest, for the, for the, like, the no-name. I don't want to say the no-names, but that's what people seem to be gunning for behind Gonzaga, St. Mary's, and, uh, and BYU these days. But, yeah, so they got the 14 seed. They'll be playing Northern Iowa in the first round. I think we're missing some. Uh, we got, yeah, Vermont and UNC Greensboro, as you mentioned, Vermont, the four Greensboro, the five Vermont getting Northern Kentucky, who's making their, like, Eighth straight appearance, it seems like they're doing really well yep. on the horizon. Um, Greensboro getting the 12, Colgate, who inexplicably failed, uh, in their conference final. Um, they were like prohibitive favorites, yeah, to before the season. Um, so yeah, that, that could be interesting. These games are all have like all those games are basically happening in Cleveland. Um, Right, Any and then we got teams. hopefully South Dakota State, my mortal
0: enemies, get completely shellacked by St. Mary's in right. Sacramento. Um, because we got St. Mary's, South Dakota State, and Boise Kent State, uh, in Sacramento. So
1: that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. St. Mary's Boise State. That's kind of uh, like, yeah, I think that could be pretty interesting. Um. Uh, kind of like, I guess the mountain West, maybe I, like, it kind of depends on your perception of the mountain West versus the West coast conference. To me, the West coast conference is extremely top heavy, whereas the mountain West kind of maybe doesn't have the star power, but has a bunch of like pretty good teams. So I think Boise state could hang in there. Yeah. So um, I guess thanks yeah. for this bracket. Um,
0: I mean, I think I, I have to pick Dayton. Just to sort of roll through this, um, Dayton's
1: there yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, overall, um, I
0: think I think um, Nevada could make a run. They they had a lot of them. Pick, a lot of people picked them to go far in the Mountain West tournament, with the, which they actually didn't do. But um, still a good squad. Uh, Boise State as well. Um, I think the most likely team to get upset, or I guess, I guess nor- Northern Iowa could somewhat do things. I think Vermont is actually probably the most in this very real tournament
1: and in the in the other tournament, I don't know if Vermont
0: was quite as yeah. good this year. So I was going to yeah. say,
1: Northern Kentucky had a really strong season um, as well. I, I agree with you with the Nevada because the 11 seem to do really well. They don't have to face the number one until the last game. So if they could sneak past an underperforming Dayton, get past UNI, they could be right there and upset away from <sighs> you know really being like it shouldn't be too hard. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, Then we got the South bracket with uh, San Diego State headlining here. A lot of, yeah. Three West Coast teams have to, or West ish teams have to travel around here, but, you know, got a good Southern contingent. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So this is also in Sacramento. So we'll have San Diego State, Pacific, North Dakota State, uh, San Diego State versus Wofford and Penn, and then Pacific and North Dakota State. In the, the eight, eight, nine, eight nine, yeah. It meant yeah. Wofford or Penn. So, um, we got right another interesting bracket here. ETSU is the number two seed. You can argue they were maybe one of the best teams. I think probably the at least the top five mid major team. I mean, you can argue they were, they were really than strong. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I, I wanted to put them in the South. Um, yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough for San Diego State. Um, if they get to that, uh, one-two matchup in the regional final um but yeah they're playing they're starting off in greensboro which is right there and the regional is in is in houston is that where it is uh yes okay yeah so yeah and there's uh oh real quick for those of you who are curious when you see this online why the all the first four games are in the 16 slot it's because general like It's the last four um, at-large bids and last four um, automatic bids. And the last four at-large bids so happened to be all the way down there because a lot of the auto bids were able to rise up higher in the seedings. Um, So, yeah, I just want to point that out. But, uh, yeah, moving on, um, did we get ETSU? Yeah, ETSU is playing Georgia State, the 215, uh, the 710 in greensboro louisiana tech and little rock um little rock had a pretty surprising season um out of the Sun Belt, which was supposed to be won by south alabama i even wrote my first article on them and they let me down and they were didn't even make it into this bracket sorry to spoil it but they're the next four out they didn't even make the first four out anyway little rock and louisiana tech that should be a fun one um moving down into tampa now Three seeds, Stephen F. Austin. I have been really high on them all year. Some, a lot of the everyone it seems to be thinks that they weren't really that good. But I mean, 28 and three beat Duke. Yeah, I'm all about it. Um, they know. will be, yeah, yeah.
0: We we missed out on another classic Stephen F. Austin run. I'm very sad about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I
1: know. Man, they're, um, their win against west virginia a few years ago like that got me on the sfa bandwagon like i i understand that their fans are kind of like fierce i'm i'm, I'm going to just say that they're they're aggressive but i mean yeah i mean just they're a great like underdog team to pick for in the tournament every year anyway they get ball state 314 um and then the 611 matchup uh Belmont, the six, Bowling Green, the 11. Um, Bowling Green's one that you and I both, you know, their metrics were a little bit down, but um, we both seated them kind of in this range.
0: I had Bowling Green higher. Yeah, I had Bowling Green higher just because they were liked on Ken Palm and I like how they, they, they're they very... All the MAC teams play very fast and containing style, so I just like got to... Load up on Bowling Green stock. Yeah, I mean, I picked them to win the uh their conference tournament, um, and I thought they were pretty good. Uh, but you know, they had some, I think, like down the stretch, they had some not great performances. So I yeah, I think...
1: they were kind of rocking it for a while. It was them and Akron, and then I think they beat Akron, and then all of a sudden they kind of yeah, they
0: lost three straight at the end of the year, and it wasn't that good. So I mean. Maybe could could be a deep run in the uh in this tournament, and they play Belmont in the first <laughs> round. Yeah, so and Belmont, I mean they they were great. In that you know, honestly, one of the last great college basketball games of the year was that Belmont Murray State final. That that uh, backdoor Bel- play, the backdoor play. So Belmont coming in off that. Um, so that's a good game, and then we also have Akron here. Akron similar. I feel like Akron and Bully Green are sort of similar both mac teams both plates but you know in, in this universe yeah. everything is everything's hunky-dory um right.
1: At, you know eligibility is being granted in this universe all the seniors are getting an extra year of eligibility no screw that everyone's getting an extra year screw that yeah real NCAAs wait is akron's,
0: that? akron's coach is john gross he is that true yeah it is wow he used to coach illinois um that's why <laughs> uh Seen him a bunch of times, yep. So then to fill out this bracket, we got Winthrop and uh Winthrop and, against Akron, and then Valpo, everyone's uh, every mid major Mattis's uh, writer's least favorite team against um, Furman. Furman, of course, great SoCon team. Uh, every year they end up beating somebody, in they end up with some brutality, uh, and beat yeah, like,
1: they beat Demon. Villanova last year, they beat yeah. Uh, Somebody else this year. Uh, they like smacked. They like smacked Loyola, Chicago or something. I can't remember, but yeah, they. I think they beat. I mean, did they beat LSU this year? I think they beat LSU. Did they beat LSU? I thought somebody got. I thought they might have got waxed by LSU. I could. I could be wrong. Um, let me know. look. At, let me look
0: this up. They ETSU, to,
1: ETSU beat LSU. Right, right, right. They took.
0: They beat LSU last year. I want to say. Um, and they right. took they took uh, auburn to overtime and almost beat them and then they they actually right. beat etsu so in right. in conference play once they almost so. beat
1: auburn that would i mean that that like if they had beaten auburn they could really i mean they could really be they were kind of on the fringe of discussed barely getting discussed for an at large but it, the auburn win really could have yeah. put them in an at large discussion cuz they had a fantastic year in the socon yeah, sorry,
0: they they lost to LSU last year. LSU's big made major loss this last year was this year was to uh they lost to VCU, didn't they? Yeah, they lost to they Tennessee. did and, and, and Utah, Utah State. State and East Tennessee State. Wow, they just really had the trifecta there they're really helping out that's a major conference team no one cares about them so i think that that just about wraps it up on the right yeah we'll we'll head to the east
1: getting the the four seed by the way i don't know if we said the seed numbers firman four right yeah akron five winthrop 12 valpo 13 for those of you keeping track at home all right now east conference eastern east region sorry that let's go Oh, yeah. So we
0: got BYU as the one seed. Um, So these games are also in Omaha. The Omaha region is split between the two. So we got BYU uh, against Chattanooga and. um, Northeastern. What's that? Again, and. NE. What is NE? Northeastern. This is a good radio. (laughs) Northeastern. Okay. Thank you. Um, (laughs) And then. We got uh Northern Colorado against UNLV. I love Northern Colorado. Um yeah. But yes. Uh, and a lot of lot of great teams here. So obviously right. BYU would probably be the favorite, but then we got some good teams in the some pretty solid teams and other morally very morally dubious teams in this in this bracket.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. We got um the number two in the east. We have Richmond. Um they you know they a lot of uh brackets had them kind of maybe like the last spot in um before the the, the outbreak so they get the two they stay in greensboro they get uh murray state that that should be i don't know murray state they, i don't care how like bad they are like for some reason they just always seem to be able to Hang in there with big, big, big boys. Um, Anyway, I think that could be a little bit of a challenge for Richmond to start. But then Hofstra, the seven. Harvard, the 10. That was another one where you and I, um, (laughs) I was pretty high on Harvard. You were much less high on them. Um, But yeah, they kind of wiggled into the 10 slot there um, in the Greensboro region the green in in a Greensboro game against Hofstra, yep. Um, and yeah, then
0: so. Albany, just a, a
1: a lot of Albany in this bracket.
0: A lot of Albany teams. So we have to start off. We have Liberty, which um, for some Everyone's reason favorite. has decided to open classes during. I don't even know what to say. That, yeah, that's just, I, I, that's I just terrible.
1: Nothing. I I have no. Bill <laughs> Bill Walton's uh, favorite team, Liberty. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, I mean just it's just so ridiculous i mean fall i don't understand what fall thinks is he like trying to like piss off the libs by killing a bunch of his own students like i don't i don't necessarily get
1: i think he, that, he that thinks play. that They're- he's just going to make everyone like build the a- antibodies and get stronger but like okay. it's not like an airtight i don't know and it's not like we're not susceptible to it either like i don't know there's so much wrong with exactly with his uh with his policy so people complaining about it anyway enough politics they <laughs> they're they're the 3 seed playing in albany um their basketball team obviously um pl- had good results on the court this year um uh, there was a time when a lot of people thought they would go undefeated they dropped some games along the way so they probably would not have gotten an at large in the end um, they get St. Bonaventure uh in upstate New York. So um a little bit of a tough matchup there to start. Um the six the six eleven also in Albany, Duquesne and Western Kentucky. Um Western Kentucky, of course, losing Bassett early on in the season. Um you know, like one like a five star prospect or whatever, probably NBA going on to the NBA. So they get the 11 seed after losing him and not doing so hot. Duquesne had a hot start to the year. Um, they started like 10 and 0 or something, right? And then yeah, uh, they
0: were undefeated for a while.
1: They, yeah. you know, they had a they had a good season. They had a very respectable season in the A10. Um, the four seed Yale getting Boston U uh, in a very New England flair type game and the 5 seed Rhode Island against 12 seed Georgia Southern to round out this bracket. Um Rhode Island just yeah. like a few weeks ago didn't it seem like they were like like right there like they could have been in the tournament discussion and then they just kind of plummeted at the end.
0: Right, yeah, it was a tough I mean a lot of those A10 teams like VCU probably was in the tournament discussion until like the last 14 days of the season when they just completely imploded. So, I mean, doesn't matter now though. They got, they got a great chance in this bracket. And, um, who do you like coming out of the East here?
1: You know, um, I don't want to spoil, uh, the results. Um, but we, the, that we don't know yet. So I can't really spoil anything, but Northern Colorado seems to be liked by the metrics. Um, and you know, they might be able to be on a route to upset BYU. BYU I think by some distance is the uh is the least strong, the weakest number one seed. Um I like uh Duquesne as well, Rhode Island, um, as two teams that could potentially two A ten teams that could potentially fight their way out of this bracket. Um yeah, what about yeah. you?
0: Uh, I I think. I think this one is probably the most likely for the one seed to go down, just because I think Gonzaga, Dayton, and San Diego State are like probably the
1: yeah
0: the best. Although I think that Richmond is probably the worst of the two seeds too, so it sort of works out. Um, right. I mean, you can't pick Liberty, but I mean, I guess they're good enough at basketball so that you could theoretically see them doing well. I I don't know. Rhode Island could get hot and do something, but I think that this one is probably, it's probably still BYU's to lose, although I mean, it's hard to think. Yeah. I think that San Diego State is probably more likely to lose to like uh, East Tennessee or Stephen F. Austin than BYU is to Liberty or Richmond.
1: That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I think that these kind of middle teams, um, I mean, I, I like if I had to pick one team to win, BYU, but I mean, if you're looking for like a lower seeded team to potentially come out. I like the URI Duquesne Hofstra Northern Colorado right in there. There might be a team that gets the lead eight or something like that. So, right. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's the whole bracket. So, I guess last thing to do is just say who you think is going to win and then um, we can wrap up, I guess. So,
1: um. yeah. I like Dayton. Um, this is a, like a phenomenal team uh all year their two losses are like to neutral court to um Kansas they lost to and Kansas and Colorado I believe so yeah. obviously no shame in that at all they ran through the a10 this is a team that the metrics I think
0: I like Dayton too honestly but I'll make the uh I'll make the Gonzaga argument um Gonzaga has a pretty similar resume, also really well-liked um, on Ken Palm. They've only lost two games this year to BYU and Michigan. Um, and, yeah, I think their biggest threat going into the Final Four, I mean, they're better than Utah State, I, I think, by yeah. a decent margin. I think, honestly, so they end up – so I think the way this is works out, they end up playing – Um, they would end up having to play BYU again, potentially, in the Final Four. Correct. That might be like their biggest challenge, honestly. So, yeah, I think it sets up pretty well, because Dayton has to go through the slightly harder – or Dayton gets to go through San Diego State, which, um, I mean, I think San Diego State is good, but they're probably not quite on Dayton's level. Meanwhile, I think BYU, while they may not be as good metrically
1: like they've played Gonzaga enough times to – right really do something and they have a, a phenomenally efficient offense all right one sleeper pick outside of the um you know the general powers i think that you think could make it to the final four or beyond uh
0: yeah i i you know san francisco has played gonzaga close like I don't know how many times since I've been watching college basketball. So I, I gotta love, I love the Dons. Um, They, they always seem to be underrated. I mean, they, despite the fact that they're a, they're a seven seed, I mean, they're, they're pretty well ranked on the metrics. They went 22 and 12. So I think that if any team is finally going to, if they can finally beat Gonzaga at at some point, and it would probably be in a simulation, but you know, there's always a chance. They're a great team. Um, they had a great year from Jamari Buiya, I think, right? Yeah, that's that's he is, um, and and some other players. Uh, I really like watching them this whole year, and uh, yeah, so that's that would be my sleeper. Another, I guess, if I had to pick a double-digit seed. Uh, I think Bowling Green would probably be my my pick, as just as they are entertaining and can hit a lot of threes. So, yeah.
1: yeah. All right, I'll go with Furman. Um, I think that the SoCon metrically has been pretty strong. Um, they're like right outside, you know, the top seven, eight conferences, and you know they're traditionally been a, one big league for a long time. And I think their games against I, they, I believe they beat Eastern Tennessee State earlier. Um, yeah, I think I like Furman. I think they play in, a, in, I think, the weakest bracket, uh, the South. And if I had to pick a double-digit seed, I think Nevada um, coming out. They kind of had a late-season resurgence. And, uh, you know, I even I think they're a little bit under-seeded, but that's kind of how the bracket worked out. So, oopsie. And uh, I think Nevada might be able to do it.
0: All right. Yeah. So – I think that's about it from us, um, everyone. So the way this is going to work is we're we're gonna do a, a simulation of this, and then just like post the results. I think as as we go along, um, so that um, yeah,
1: we we not, not like we, game by yeah. game, but like round by round, maybe maybe even less frequently than that. We yeah, I think
0: we'll them. do like half the bracket, and then the other half, like for the start, um, right? Should be fine, uh, and then. The way this works is we don't have a fancy video game simulation but we have some math um thanks <laughs> to a, a nice spreadsheet that garrett found so
1: yeah um, we're both we'll, Asian, so
0: yeah. yeah we'll we'll make up some dramatic buzzer beat i mean <clears throat> we'll report on some dramatic buzzer beaters and uh, upsets
1: that uh, really that happened, happened in the ultimate universe
0: right so um just stay tuned to that and uh yeah
1: thanks for listening everybody. Yep, have a great day.